Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. This is Pastor George Pearson's welcome to the special edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. On today's broadcast, we are going to nail the spirit of division in our nation. You stay with us. Bishop Keith Butler, David Barton, we're going to be sharing about what we need to do concerning that and how we get division out of this nation once and for all. Take a look. Let me go to something here now that is really of great concern to the nation where this spirit of division is concerned. And you mentioned something last week about how you, you talked about the relationship between the black community and the police and how that seems to be, sh I mean, it seems to be, it is showing up almost on a daily basis. What, what are you seeing in that? What do we need to know about that? How do we deal with that? I'm gonna need about five minutes to talk about that subject. Go right ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, first of all, uh, let me give a, a disclaimer. Okay. Okay, so people, and I did this with my church. I gave a disclaimer. I, I, I told him, told him my background, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, where police was concerned. So mm -hmm. everybody knew where I was coming from and then, then went, went through the word. Uh, I received my firearms training from police, from the police academy. I was endorsed by all the police unions. In Detroit, back in the day, uh, police carried revolvers, and when they went to go to semi-automatic weapons, I was one of the two leading proponents to help them do just that and help, and help them do that. Mm. Uh, and I can go on and on and on, so I have a background with that. On the other hand, my first encounter with a police officer, I was 11 years old, walking down the street with a bag of groceries. Two white cops pulled up, grabbed me off the street, slammed me into the patrol car, scattered my stuff all around, searched me in a very embarrassing way. I'm just walking home. How old are you? I was 11. It's my first encounter. I was 11 years old. Uh, and uh, not very good. Uh, so there, there are things that, uh, and I want to give this background so people, sure. people know sure. where, where I'm coming from now. Yeah. The Lord challenged me to look at things from his viewpoint and not just the horizontal. And the Lord looks at nation states. Uh, and I, again, I'm explaining what I explained to my congregation, mm -hmm. uh, that uh, God's the one that's responsible for America, and America's still where most of the gospel comes forth from, most of the money for the gospel comes forth from, most of the missionaries still come out from here, et cetera. And if Satan wants to gain control worldwide, what you gotta do is knock off America, and how you do that? The word tells us in Mark chapter 3, a house divided against itself cannot stand. Yeah. Jesus said it, cannot stand. Yeah. In fact, Jesus said, if Satan be divided against himself, even he cannot he stand. He can't stand. He said, so, so it's a spirit of division, divide the country, turn it inward instead of outward, because mm -hmm. America is the only place that does what the scripture said. When mm -hmm. we defeated our enemies in World War II, who rebuilt their capitals and countries? America yeah. did. Yeah. We took care of our enemies. 
uh, and God's blessed us. We're the ones who supported Israel, all that. Now, the seed of this issue mm -hmm. is not just with police. The seed of this issue goes back to, uh, from two particular areas. One is just over time, decade after decade after decade after decade, of justice issues. Hmm. Hundreds and hundreds in the last 10 years of African-Americans have been released from prison who were wrongfully convicted, sent to jail, innocent, and if it wasn't for uh, some of these law school students and other organizations, they would still be there to this day. They found there was prosecutorial misconduct, mm -hmm. withholding of evidence, wrongful arrests. Overcriminalization. Overcriminalization, witness uh, uh, tampering. All of that, there's been hundreds and hundreds of them, actually yeah. thousands, yeah. okay? In the black community, they know this. Uh, in the, uh, in dealing with police departments, uh, Cops, because I'm someone who's trained by cops, knows hundreds of them, have them in my church. Mm -hmm. uh, I, know, I know lots and lots and lots of police officers. The police come from the general public. What you have in the general public are all kinds of people. You got good ones, bad ones, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. in between ones. The police force is nothing but a reflection of what society is. <laughs> to say that 1% of all, or only 1% of police are all bad is just ridiculous. You're going to tell me that 1% of uh, the population is not bad? Come on. Yeah. That's why you got a couple million people in prison, right? Uh, at a time. Uh, certainly not. It's just a reflection. And, and, and I was an individual that uh, was in classrooms and trained, trained with other cops. Mm -hmm. And you had all kinds of people in there. I mean, you had, you had people who were uh, the class of society. Absolutely. You had people in there, you can't, you can't give this guy a badge and a gun, are you serious? Okay, you, you got, you have both kinds and they're out on the street. And so it's, it's not unusual, not at all. My son, when he turned 16 years of age, had to sit down with my boy and say, look, this is, this is something nearly every black parent will tell you. My boy turned 16, I said, I bought him a new car when he was 16. Good boy, all A student, all of that. I said, son, this is how you handle and deal with a police officer because you are going to be stopped. You don't have to break the law. You don't have to speed. They're going to pull you over simply because you are young, black, and driving this new car. They're going to treat you as though you're a drug dealer or such and such and such and such. And I try to teach him how to keep his hands on 10 and 2 and what to do because you're going to be pulled over. Whites don't understand this because they don't have to deal with it. Never crosses their minds. Yeah. They're not concerned about it. Yeah. So they assume what doesn't happen to me, doesn't happen to nobody I know, can't mm -hmm. be so. Trust me, it is very true. It's happened to me right here in Texas. Three, four years ago, I got in Central Texas. I got pulled over the same thing, okay? And uh, treat very roughly. It happens whether you're a doctor or whether not you're a drug dealer. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, earlier this year, you had the, the assassination of those Dallas police officers, terrible event, by a black racist. No question about it. Yeah. But the black doctor, did you see the news conference? The black doctor who was treating those officers? He said, I will, I will treat them and take care of them and I, and, and I will protect them with, with everything I have, but I'm afraid of them. And then he talked about how he was thrown over a hood uh -huh. of, of a car. Yeah. Uh, police officers have told me about how they were pulled over mm -hmm. and thrown over a hood of a car when they weren't in uniform. This is something that happens repeatedly. I can take you around, around Detroit, 
to areas where uh, communities where black people don't congregate. And if you drive through there, you will be ticketed, pulled over, uh, wind up in court, and there won't be a white person in the room before the judge. No one. My daughter was in a funeral procession. Mm -hmm. we were, we're all in the procession. I'm in the procession because I'm doing the service at the graveside. She's in there. She's at the back. Because you know how slow a funeral procession mm -hmm. goes, right? She gets pulled over and written a ticket, and the white female officer is crying. She says, I have to write you this ticket because they said I have to do it or else. These are the kinds of things that happen. And, this, and see, this, this is the kind of stuff that has given rise over time mm -hmm. to a lot of this. Now, mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter made a serious mistake, first of all, in their name. They're one word short. If they had said Black Lives Matter also, or Black Lives, Black Lives Matter too, then people would understand yeah. what the issue was. Mm -hmm. yeah. But instead, by saying Black Lives Matter, then, well, what do you mean? White lives don't matter, red lives don't matter, brown lives don't matter, blue lives don't matter? Of course they do. Jesus died and rose for everybody. Yeah. Every life yeah. matters. That was number one mistake they made. Number two, when you have this, uh, what do we want, dead cops, what do we want now, fry them like bacon and all this other foolishness, okay? Then you're letting the, ar the anarchists get involved, mm -hmm. hijack a legitimate issue, uh, and then, of course, make other people mad on both sides and become something that's, yeah. uh, you know, crazy. And the bottom line is this. Satan wants to divide this country and turn it into the self. You got people on both sides promoting a race war. That's what's going on. You got militias on both sides. Yep, people watching me right now. Some of them are part of that militia right now. Uh, Satan wants to turn in us in on ourselves, and it's going to be yeah. Yeah. if that were to happen, a lot of mamas crying over dead boys on both sides. Lots and lots and lots of them. The word told us love never fails. Love is the answer. And in the Word of God, it tells us whether or not an individual does us right, it tells us what our response is because God said, judgment is mine, I will repay, saith yeah. the Lord. Yeah. And as a Christian, you got to do the right thing because God's Word says it and you can trust that God will do what He said about it. Now, when I was served on the city council, the police chief and the deputy police chief was put in prison. Hmm. for public corruption, because I brought it up at the council table because of millions of missing dollars. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So you got good police, bad police. You got, uh, the word says in Romans 13, that policemen are called of God, that they are God's agents yeah. to render justice to those who will not live right and correctly. And so they're called but they're not supposed to be or, or give street justice. Their job is to arrest you. Their job is not to decide whether or not you're guilty of innocence and then give some type of just mm -hmm. judgment on mm -hmm. the street. And so there has to be a real conversation. The truth has to be told in this matter. Lastly, because I'm trying, I'm speeding, I'm skipping a lot of stuff. But lastly, there are two things that I think you just got to have. Every police officer must have a body cam. And if your body cam comes off, mm -hmm. 
mm -hmm. turned off, you must lose your job. Secondly, there must be criminal prosecution for prosecutors who withhold in, uh, evidence and who prosecute people they know are innocent because what many prosecutors do, they keep score because they're trying to get mm -hmm. elected. That's right. So yeah. You're just a stat. And lots get of people a 90% conviction price. rate on the guys. That, and that's yeah. the stuff. Could it's be the, wrong. And, yeah. and there's no penalty when prosecutors do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, and police officers do that and withhold mm -hmm. evidence. Mm -hmm. The only thing the African-American community is asking for, they're asking for justice, real justice, yeah. to be treated the same way. Now, for those African-Americans who take the position of harming people because of the race of their skin, that's just the opposite of what Martin Luther King yeah. talked sure. about. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's equal. There's no all this, yeah. all that, all black, all white, all male, all female. God's word is right. The word, the love way is the best way. Mm -hmm. But bringing up the issue is legit. Mm -hmm. It's just unfortunate that it's been hijacked, and it certainly has been hijacked, yeah. and made a political football out of it. And uh, now the end result is these kind of issues. So I then gave six ways or six things to do if you're stopped by a police officer. Okay. And uh, so when I gave them the hmm. six points that very night. Oh, man. That very oh. night, one of my members, black female, young, black female, was pulled over by a third police officer. Oh. The police officer was hostile, pulled her out of the car, okay, pulled her over the hood to the whole nine yards, and she responded the way I told her, which was show him respect, call him officer, because the office, whether he acts like he should, the office is still due respect, okay, uh, offer love to the man, okay. Well, she said as he continued to work with her and she kept giving him this kind of response, he finally went, well, let me talk to you about racial issues. Okay? And he started talking to her. And really? They had this conversation about racial issues, black and white. Okay. While she was driving the car, and when he stopped her, my tape on the subject was playing. And I had just finished giving her the six steps to oh. do. Oh, my. When she got out the car, okay? What a pastor. At the end of the day, the police officer took the tape home with him. And by walking in love, she probably saved herself from yeah. a violent confrontation, which she surely would have got hurt. Yeah. And maybe a police officer gets saved. Mm -hmm. Love is always the way. Mm -hmm. What do you do? What do you see the nation as a whole? And I know that it, take, it takes an awakening. It takes an awakening to God. Let me jump in on this from a yeah, historical standpoint. Yeah. Because what Bishop hit there is a biblical approach. We're yeah. dealing with some residual issues, disparity, lack of justice, treatment of one group differently from another. Mm -hmm. And that's gone on since the beginning of time. You know, the Egyptians versus the Hebrews, and everybody's got their thing. Yeah. Yeah. But in America, we had tried to move away from that and we did in certain regions of the country. And see if I can say this the right way. Um, the, what we now identify as secular progressives, they do everything on the basis of groups. It's not on the basis of individuals. I don't know who you are as an individual. Yours is a black guy. 
That's what they do. You're, you're gay, or, gay, or you're, you're straight, or you're right to work, or you're union, or you're senior, or, 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 or you're Latino, or, or you're black. Everything's the basic. So mm -hmm. even immigration policy right now is based on what group are you? From? Oh, 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 you're Somalian. You can come. Oh, you're a Christian. Yep. We, don't, we don't take Christians now. And so our immigration policy is based on identification of who you are in a group. And we're trained to think that way. When in states where I'm asked to do the, the history and social studies standards for the governor, state boards of education, they always say, now make sure you identify which group they're from. And I always say, I ain't going to do it. Mm. I'll tell you mm. whether they did something significant. And if they did, I'm going to put them in the history book. If they didn't, I don't care what group they're from. Yeah. It's going to be on the basis of what they did. And so that's God's thing. He, he doesn't see color. He doesn't notice color. Oh, you, he doesn't, I mean, am I impressed that I'm white and you're black? No, he doesn't care. Uh, one of my buddies who, who got hurt in a, in a military accident, military guy, got severely burned and, wanted, and he ends up in a burn hospital. The guy in bed across from also severely burned. Their skin just gone. I mean, just, just fried. And after they'd been there about six weeks, their spouses came in, got to visit them. And my buddy looks at his and says, are you black? Black lady over there. And he looks at her, white lady, and says, are you white? <laughs> they both were pink. And so they had no idea what the color was. And, and so it was superficial kind, kind mm. of stuff. Now, having said that, um, when you go back to the beginning, there was an effort to get past the, the superficial distinctions of groups. And I'll point specifically to the pilgrims. Uh, the pilgrims got here. Bible people, six to eight hours a day in the Bible. It's a new, new book for them. The first load of slaves that came to America arrived, Jamestown, 1619, mm -hmm. groups. Second load of slaves that got here arrived to the pilgrims, and they promptly freed the slaves and imprisoned the slave owners. Two scriptures. Acts 17, we're all of one blood. Yep. Revelation 9, gathered around his throne, were people from all tribes, races, nations. Pilgrims came up with this radical notion that said, you know, there's really only two races, those that know God and those that don't. And that's where they made it. The longest lasting racial relationship in America was pilgrims and Native Americans because they just saw on God eyes. And seeing it yeah. from God's perspective yeah. changes everything. But we got into this thing of, well, you're of this race or that race or that group or you're too dark or you're not dark enough. It's all superficial. I see how we do tax policy now. I don't know how much to to bill you unless I know how much you make. If you're in that group, then you're going to be 39%. If you're in this group, you're going to be 32%. If you're in mm -hmm. that group, you're going to be 20 I don't even know how to treat you unless I know what yeah. group you're from. And yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. To think in groups is wrong. For cops to think in groups is wrong. For any of us to think in groups is wrong. And God just, that's yeah. not God's way. Yeah. That's and, not God's way. And if you're black, all cops are not bad. Not all cops are racist. And, and there's some very good uh, cops, uh, very fair mm -hmm. cops. Mm -hmm prosecutors, uh, all of that. Uh, one of the criticisms that I have of the Black Lives Matter movement is standing behind uh, folks before they knew what all the facts were. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. standing behind some people who were clearly criminal doing criminal acts. Now, that didn't uh, allow the police officer, again, to, to give street justice, yeah. right. but it was a very poor case to choose. Okay, what you want is where there's clearly an individual right. that has not done anything wrong. Yeah. And that, that's the kind of yeah. case you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two wrongs never make right, that's my daddy right. used to say. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay, so mm -hmm. if they're wrong and you're wrong, both of you are wrong. Yeah. So love is still the way. That's right. Uh, and uh, that's the only way. 
that, that you can deal with it. So uh, I just want to see in our nation uh, the, the real truth come out, real mm -hmm. conversations comes out. Because uh, if you listen to the networks, you got the one, oh, I won't call the names, but you have one cable oh. network, and so every officer is uh, assaulting a black person. And you got another cable network, mm -hmm. and every officer is Jesus with a blue badge, or with a badge in a, in, yeah. in a, yeah, in a yeah. blue suit. Yeah. And that uh, only like 0.1% of them is, the truth is in the middle. Yeah. 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 There's a book that we're offering on these broadcasts of, of the offers that we are giving. And it's Brother Copeland's book on racism in the church, brand new. And I, I've read it, it's an outstanding book and it's really helping me because some time ago there was an incident where a, a woman had a five-year-old son with her and she was locked in the house with a shotgun and the police came and she ended up dying. And I was watching that on the news and I thought, there's another one, there's another situation that happened. And it really, I mean, I, it's hurt. It hurt me for her. It hurt me for the police. It hurt me for the whole thing. And I just believe that there has to be an awakening to that love in our nation. Love, capital L, Jesus. There has to be an awakening because that's the only thing that's going to settle this. That's the only thing that's going to take care of this. Uh, right, that, that light and, and revelation. In the natural, uh, in the natural, however, there, there must be and it must always be a consequence for action. Yeah. I agree. Okay, so if there's I agree. no consequence exactly right. for action, that's when I agree. you get that's more That's accountability, of, and God's all into accountability. Yeah. Right. And that's and, Romans 13. Right, and right. Uh, there's no accountability in some places at some levels. That's right. Yeah. Uh, again, when I was on city, of course I was in a large city, top 10 city at the time when I was a councilman, uh, in terms of population, and we, every year, we wrote yeah. tens of millions of dollars <laughs> settlements on police misconduct. Mm -hmm. Wow. Every single year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, the issue's been around a very long, yeah. long time. And yeah. it's, it's not just my father's generation, it's my generation, it's my son's generation now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want it to be with my grandchildren's generation. Uh, and there has to be a dialogue, there has to be prayer, and we have to go back to the Word. Yeah. And we have to elect people who believe in righteousness. That's right. Because righteous people, black or white or red or brown, Yeah or yellow, yeah. will not allow people in office to That's do right. that kind of misconduct. That's right. Get God's and it is the spirit of division, and the spirit of division's root is Satan himself. Absolutely. That's who's behind it. That's, that's when that's you get right down enemy. to it. That's the enemy. And he wants to take down America. Yeah. And the best way to take yeah. down, and history shows you, every empire has got taken down from the inside, mm -hmm. right? Inside first. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Okay, you become corrupt on the inside, problematic on the inside, bang, then your enemies can knock you off. And the way division works so well is right here. That's why you gotta put on the helmet of salvation because division gets in your mind first and then you work it out with your thinking, your behavior, your voting, your, your yep. everything else. Yep. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he, Proverbs 23. And if you get that division in there of pitting one group against another or that group's right, this group is right, no group's right, yeah. no group's wrong. Individuals are right, individuals, individuals. are wrong. Right. You know, the blue isn't right, the black isn't right, the white isn't right, the brown isn't white. No, individuals are right and wrong. And, and that's where you deal with division is in the way you think, first off. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. 
Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.